When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Chris Jericho. Check out my new podcast, Talk is Jericho, with my first guest, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell yeah! Is there a bigger, better guest? I don't think so, and that's the bottom line. Download the first episode of Talk is Jericho at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Remember when you had to listen to radio programs on their schedule? But with this podcast, life is better because you get to listen on your schedule. But what about backing up your computer files at home or at work? What's your schedule look like there? You don't need to schedule that either, as long as you have Carbonite. Carbonite backs up your files to the cloud for you automatically whenever you're connected to the Internet. You can try it for yourself free right now at Carbonite.com. There's no credit card required. Plus, if you use offer code WOMEN, you get two bonus months with your purchase. That's Carbonite.com, offer code WOMEN. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, all you turkeys out there. Welcome to the Ask Women <laughs> Podcast. I don't ever want to say that in my life again. I am one of your co-hosts, Kristen Carney, here with uh, Marty Kinris, of course. Yes. Best-selling author. Let's just massage it a little bit more. No, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> and relationship expert. And, of course, our douchey douche, our dingleberry of the show, Mo. Hey, what's up? Did you say relationship expert, Mo? Is no. that what you said? No. no. I thought you said douchey douche, douche. Douche. Damn. That's pretty much what she said. All about I heard you. was relationship expert. I'm like, yeah, you yeah. wish. I said, and you wish. It was like <laughs> it was Dingleberry for the record. Oh yeah, yeah exactly, Dingleberry. Dingleberry. That feels nothing like relationship expert. <laughs> Thank you, Art, for yeah. clarifying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that's how it happens now. It's like one person gives their opinion mm-hmm. in a to a mass audience, and suddenly they're an expert. That's so, that anybody can be an expert. Now. Does that mean I'm like s- me? I'm suddenly a douchebag. Oh, it it for sure means you're suddenly a douchebag. I mean, one douchey comment, you are a douchebag. I am now an expert on douchebags from spending this much time with you. Yes. The thing is, though, like, Mo really isn't that much of a douche. He's, like, a very nice guy. It's just you have so many potential moments to be a giant douche, and you always take advantage of it. It's not potential moments. Like, he 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 goes for it. Yeah, he goes for it. Yeah. I feel like you ladies team me off to be a douche, and I just, like, see it, and I want it. Do we do this, really? Are we putting you in this position? You gave off the vibe. We ran with it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Exactly. So, speaking of douche, you can follow Mo on Twitter at Mo Darwich, but also follow us um, and ask us questions on Twitter, that's the quickest way to get them answered at Ask Women Podcast. So follow yes. us and ask us questions there. Do it. Do it. Um, Do it. And we have a really uh, cool guest coming up in the second half of the show. We have Allison Rosen from the Corolla Digital Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is your female crush, right? Um, you really like her? Well, she looks to it now. I should say yes, right. but I'm not really. I don't really get female crushes. It's oh, weird. Would really? You, I do. Would you have an epic scissor fight? Like with I her? hate all women in general. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I don't, but I, I kind of, I feel like I have to hold on to that because it gives me meaning or like a personality. So you didn't answer my question. Are you two going to have an epic scissor fight? No. 
No. Maybe with actual scissors. Okay. I don't know. It depends on how like our opinions. I Damn think, it. I'm pretty sure we'd have a lot in common, so I don't think we'll have any sort of scissor <laughs> actual action. You know what we should like have? Real scissors. In studio, a scissor swing. And then What's just that? Like, it's like we're two girls oh, going to swing. And it's like and a, they just bump into they each just other? Epic that sounds awful. into each other into one big... Is this like a sexual thing? <laughs> yeah. Does it really exist? That sounds painful. It's kind of like lesbians meet American gladiators. That sounds horrible. Awesome. I would not want that. All Aren't all American gladiator women lesbians? Like yes. I would assume. They're lesbians and they're deaf. What? What? They're deaf. You don't remember that one siren who's the deaf American gladiator? <laughs> no, no. Like, I do it for my team. <laughs> God, it's like too awful. bad you don't have a team. No one that is horrible. <laughs> okay, so I have two things to tell you guys. Uh, both very sad and disturbing news. The first one is Jim Ashley, who is one of our biggest supporters, yeah? did not like last week's episode. Really? Yeah, or well, not last week, actually. No, it was it's further. Be, yeah, because yeah, we're further in advance. Months ago, show. Yeah, exactly. The fetish and fantasies. He was not a fan of it. Not a topic for him. It was well, his first negative comment. I'm not really a fan of the fetish. My fetish is having no fetishes. Like, if the <laughs> whole world have no fetish, I'd be like, that's pretty hot. That yeah, was, like, that, I'm into that. Yeah. That was the Mike and Holly episode, Yeah. Right? But he, but he said Mike's voice was fantastic, and he could have listened to him talk forever, Mike's which I, I agree with Maybe well. that's a fetish, and he's just embarrassed of it. And oh, so exactly. That's why he out. doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the other disappointing thing is, is that I had an intruder walk into my house yesterday. I can't even believe this. Into my home. You could have turned this into a fantasy. Yes, I guess I could have because he was actually like, quite cute. Really? I'm not going to lie. Was he really? Clean. He was very cute. Okay, so this what is What did he say? He did, I'll tell you the full story. So I am in my bed doing a coaching call, as I do. That's Dude, where I do my work like from sometimes. Anyways, and so I hear, like, a voice from outside. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's somebody who's dropping something off. Like, okay, it'll just drop it off and get the point. So I finished my coaching call, and I heard keys. And I was like, okay, well, maybe the dishwasher guy's coming to fix the dishwasher. Maybe he has – I don't even know. But I walked to the front wow. of my house, and I saw that my door was open. And I was like, what the hell? And so I walked outside, and I, I literally turned to my left, still standing at my door, and saw a guy with my car door open and my keys in his hand. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? And he turned around and said – I'm trying to get home. And I was like, what? I'm like, well, you better get home on foot because you're not taking my car. You going to jack your car? Yeah, but he was not with it. He was like really slow and like not oh, he's with on it. Drugs. And he brought, he, he left on my porch a bag, a, a brown bag of empty candy ha- wrappers. Like empty Halloween candy wrappers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought he was leaving me a gift too, but yeah. he didn't leave me any chocolates. So he was really a nut job. That's, that's yeah. messed up. So then I, 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 the police officers called me an idiot later basically saying you should have just run into your house. But I don't even know my license plate number. So I wouldn't have been able to catch him yeah. if he took my car. Wow. So now I know my license plate number. I've taken a picture of it. But he just said, okay. And he gave me the keys. And I said, get the fuck off my property. I'm calling the police right now. He walked away. I called the police right afterwards. Like gave he a slowly walked away? Just slowly strolled off. Damn, like nothing happened. I, I wasn't even scared. It was really weird. He didn't feel scary to me. Yeah. yeah. And he, he looked good. He was wearing like a bomber jacket, like a North Face jacket. Yeah. Six foot black dude. Like like good skin, good hair. Like he was like an Abercrombie model. He's very good looking. And so then I called the police. He, you know what them. it was? He what? smelled too much of that cologne that they have in Abercrombie. And he just like, yeah, went he's like, he's like yeah, all dizzy and stuff. Yeah. He was was totally... he like, I am here to clean your pipes. No, That's he not... said, I want to get home. That's not how black dudes talk. Oh, yeah, exactly. that would be amazing. If that, would be amazing. <laughs> that, that would be the scariest then I would shit be scared. in the entire world. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, now I'm getting <laughs> Yo, man. You should have just offered him a ride. Yeah. I should have. I'm like, where are you going? 
going. Where, Where go? do you want to go? He's, I will take you. Like, you need a designated driver. Let's go. Obviously, yeah. exactly. It was my good deed for like the holiday season or something. But he's like, I'm from Missouri. You're like, yeah, forget it. You're like, yeah, that's not where I'm going to. Um, but then I called the police and they said, okay, somebody will be at your house in 10 minutes. I'm like, at my house? Go get him. I, he's down the street. So then they came to my house and apparently they had caught him because he's not a fast walker. He literally was at the end of the block. <laughs> and so they had him and I had to go identify him. So Ooh, they that's got weird. him. kind of cool. You had, to, like, wow. you had to almost turn on him. It was almost like you guys had a bond. Yeah. And then you had to break it. And right. then, then we broke up. Right. And then I had to say, like, you are going to jail. Like, you are going into jail because I'm telling you you have to go to jail. Right. That's so crazy. then they drove me up and I, I didn't have to get out of the car. And they literally just, like, positioned him in the middle of the street and said, is that him? And I said, yes, that's absolutely him. And then they took him to the police station. They came back to my house. All 14 of them, 14, I swear to God, police officers came to my house, plus a detective. All of them asked me the same questions. They all took the same notes. It was really weird. weird. Like they were teaching a class at the same time. Yeah, it was very, like, I liked how responsive they were. But actually, I'm having a stalker issue right now, too. So I asked them if they would do it. Is it Jim Ashley? Two for one. Is it Jim Ashley? No, it's not Jim Ashley. I love Jim Ashley. <laughs> I, don't make fun. Um, but they wouldn't let me file another report with them, so I had to go. I'm what? Like, There's 14 of you. I know. I'm like, seriously, how can I not file another report? <laughs> right. I was like, come on. It's We're like a little busy time. I'm sorry. We don't have the manpower like Maybe if eight of you stayed back in the office, like <laughs> you could actually answer your phone and uh, then be able to file a report for me. But yeah, so that is my story. And I realized how lucky I am because I could have walked out. When he was in my home, and then he would have been in my house, and I don't know what he would have done. Yeah, well, he you could guys have been super aggressive. He probably would have gone to sleep. He probably, I'm surprised. maybe he was. I was on my coaching call for a oh, while. He's probably like watching TV for a bit. But I think you guys would have banged if he was in the house. Maybe. Because then it would have been like, I mean, he's hot. hot. He was a hot guy. He Not really there. Hot. Not there. Yeah, that's what all women want. Much? Like a hot guy who's you just plow away and he's not really there in the moment. Exactly. That's what all women want. That's what this show is all you about. You are so insightful. And there's your douchey moment. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm really know. lucky. But the one more. thing I did realize after this is I've had a couple of negative things happen. As you've heard, computer crashing, computer with vinegar. Yeah. And now this. Um, I I think that I'm putting some bad... Yeah, there's karma the happening for yeah, you. Yeah, so I, and I, I, have, I agree that I have been a little bit negative over the past month. Because yeah. I've got things going on and... I've been negative, and so it, it was a big wake-up call for me to be positive because I have a, a girlfriend who everything shitty happens to. Like, she gets into a car accident, like, once a month. <laughs> right. Like, always something bad happens, and, like, she just has a negative attitude, and I don't want to be like her because I feel like if you think negative things, negative things happen to you. So I am making it a goal for myself to be more positive. Yeah, now. you just got to take That's every That's how bad I came situation. in touch with Mo. I was just thinking so negatively. All of a sudden, Mo came to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, she was Ooh. thinking so negatively. And we had a lot of fire. And then one day during the show, she's like, I'll just give Moa HJ under the table. And now we've been best friends ever since. What is happening? Is this creepy day? What's going on? I just feel like there's a lot of sexual tension between me. Is there? No. I feel none. I feel none whatsoever. There is nothing. Literally... I'm starting to have dreams about Christmas. Like I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure I'm dead. Sexual dreams. <laughs> I had a weird dream last like night, For actually, real? about the awkward. podcast. Not about you having sex, but about us. Where, shoot, where were we? I was, oh, we were, Jay Larson was on the show again, and he said something negative before we went in to go do the show, and then I got really pissed off, and we had, like, a big crew with us who was, like, watching us do our show and just sort of giving notes the entire time, and nobody was starting on time, and I just got really angry and pissed off, and then I left. 
It was really weird. Was it a vision mm. of the future, maybe? Maybe. I have no well, idea. I hope Jay Larson comes back. I know. Jay Larson will come back because um, he he's actually uh, on a show on Esquire that people should check out. It's him going to tons of bars all around the United States and just like sampling drinks. Oh, I amazing. I auditioned for a show on Esquire. Oh, you did? Um, that's kind of in the same bracket or something. I don't even know. They're doing a lot of lifestyle stuff. Yeah, as, as his show because yeah. it was listed, his show and then the show I auditioned for and then another one. And um, it's like that most beautiful people countdown or some kind Ooh. of shit like that. I had to audition in my bathing suit. <gasps> How did that look? Horrible. <laughs> I, I, got spray, I got spray tanned before. What? You did? Oh, the only man. way I would have been able to get into that room was if I got spray tanned. I am so woman, shocked that you do these things. I just can picture you like so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. Okay, is this good? Is this okay? Th- no, I was. That's exactly oh how my I was. God. I'm like, um, is it okay if like, I put my shirt back on? I'm going to put my hair forward and <laughs> yeah, cover um, my nipples. Yeah, That's weird. Uh, yeah, but so basically. Uh, why do you have to I turned into host? Larry David as I auditioned in my bathing suit. Are you a host? It was for hosting, but they basically wanted to see your body. I just think it's just like it's a cheap way. It's to a get cheap a way, whatever. On. And of course, I know I I knew I wouldn't get it. I'm not some like beach beauty who's like let's count yes, down the most beautiful people. And I did like a really weird read, like I made up an, my own joke and like it fell flat and whatever. <laughs> I knew that was going nowhere. But um, <laughs> the one thing I will mention really quickly was when I got spray tanned. Something I didn't know. Men will tip uh, the woman doing the spray tan if they can, like, have their junk out and, like, get sprayed. What? Yeah. She told me about that. And I was Wait. like, so then I'm really, like, their penis an easy spray, spray right now. Like, That's bad. That's bad. I don't know if it sprays right on it, but basically they'll take all their clothes off and their junk's hanging out. Let me, can, really? Men are Do weird. you taste that and stuff? She's got to get close. When you're hooking up with somebody? Probably if it's, like, that day. Fresh. Yeah. The girl comes from just all orange. <laughs> orange stain on her face. That's horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. Okay, going back to 100 Most Beautiful People, I'm trying to find a segue for this, but I was, um, after my horrible situation yesterday, I crawled back into bed, spent the rest of the afternoon in my bedroom with my door to my bedroom and to my office locked. Like, everything yeah. in my home was locked. Because my door was unlocked. That was the thing. My door was unlocked. It wasn't wide That's open. Stupid. It's very stupid. Well, I realize that now, but I've been doing it for the past however many years mm. and nothing ever happened until Joe Schmo comes walking through my door, steals my keys and about to take my car away. But so I was in bed and I was done my work and I had my us weekly with me and I stumbled upon uh, this one page that said dating deal breakers. So these are celebrities saying they're deal breakers and celebrities are a very, um, very similar to normal people. So usually what they have they to say are? applies to us as well. No, they're fr- yes, from another absolutely. planet. There's another species. <laughs> they're a better species. You mean I could be a celebrity? No. You could be a celebrity. You are a celebrity. Damn. Okay, so Minka Kelly says, if you don't like animals, that's a deal breaker for her. Ugh. I hate I know a lot of chicks Who like doesn't that, like though? not like animals? Some like, people don't like, like animals. Sicky if you're like, I don't like animals. You know, I guess that's true. I would never say I don't like animals. I don't like smelly dogs coming up and jumping on me. But clean dogs, I'm totally fine with. Right. You know what I can't stand, and it's a big turnoff for dudes. Yourself. Is, well, other than that, the chicks that, like, when they see a dog, they're like, oh, my God, the baby. Oh, my God, come here. Oh, you're the good dog. I hate that, too. It makes me um, nauseous. If, you do, if you're a woman and you do that, stop. Okay. I, I hate that also. Is that, is that I, your deal breaker? I, and it's happening to me. That's what a deal that? breaker for me big time. Yeah, baby talk is a deal breaker. Yeah, baby talk's okay here and there when oh, it's cute. Mo, mo. Oh, yeah. no, it's just idiot girls do it. But like yeah. idiot girls do it. Yeah. 
Okay, so Katy Perry. Katy Perry said, lack of ambition. I can't deal when someone dilly-dallies through life. You've got uh, to have drive. That's my deal breaker as well, I would say. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay, Emma Roberts, who's so pretty. I saw her making out with a guy at a a hotel a very long time ago, but she's Mm. very pretty. If people aren't nice or try to act like a-holes to be cool. That's a good deal, Brandon. Maybe she was yeah, but making out with a guy who has an ailment. Let me ask you something. Didn't Emma Roberts just beat up her boyfriend? Did she beat him up or did he no, beat her up? No, she beat him up. And so he, she's an a-hole. So she's, yeah, exactly. Mm, so she hates herself. There's one it's thing I can't stand. It's a woman that hits a guy. When she's drunk. <laughs> That's a deal breaker, too. There's a lot of drunk women out there that like feel like they could hit dudes. When yeah, drunk. I don't like that either. And they like smack them in the face and they hit them. They go, what? You're tough. And I'm like, yo, homegirl, I'll show you what's tough. Yeah. And I'll put one hand on you and you'll know what's up. I yeah. Agree. I don't like that either. I think that that's inappropriate. Um, Harry Styles. Nobody likes tardy people. And I always say, if a girl like spits, that's gross. The way that... Was she- is that a woman or a man, Harry Roberts? That's Harry Styles. He's from Harry, Harry from Styles. In Direction, New Direction. It's like a so horrible one direction. name. One Direction. I'm Harry. From He's one Harry. Direction. Nobody likes tardy people. And I always say, if I, a girl likes spits, <laughs> that's gross. If you say like spits, yeah, then, then that's you, my deal breaker. If you just say if a girl who spits is gross, like, okay, gotcha. Yeah, like not spits. like spits. Because I was exactly. like, wait, she likes spit like your own? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like men are always on time. For the most part. What? Are you freaking kidding and me? And women are always tardy. I kind of nope. agree. Nope. Always. That is not true. That and is not true. I am always on time. time. I am always 10 minutes early. Except today. Except today. I fucked up. And, and I was actually did. on Do you want to know today? why I was late? Because I bought um, toothbrush attachments for my new toothbrush. Oh, the, God. You're obsessed with toothbrushes. I, though I love this thing. Yeah. Isn't it? My, my dentist told me my teeth are exquisite. After I started using this thing, the mm. time before, yeah. I had plaque all over my teeth. So she said, it's exquisite. So now I'm obsessed with this Sonicare toothbrush um, that I use. So I got new things. And then I had a coaching call while in Bed Bath & Beyond. So I had to stay on the phone with him. Couldn't get into my car because in the parking lot, I had no reception. So Ugh. it screwed me. So, so then I was a little but bit But that's late. a big turnoff, yeah. I think, for well, men. Well, I, I get it. I turned you off today. But I do agree that men are on time a little bit more frequently than women because guys, there's not the getting ready process in, involved. That's they're true. like, they're, they All get I out know, of the shower, they're done, they're sitting there waiting for like the girl to be ready and like and then they I leave. So. I literally, husband's always late. I literally have to lie to my girlfriend. Like if we got to be somewhere at seven o'clock, I, I tell her, care. I tell her, oh, it starts at six. And then I have to push her and push her and push her, and then we'll be there at seven thirty. Really, yeah. that's a deal breaker for me. Even though I'm married to somebody yeah. who does that, but I'll say like I've seen him do it in the car. He'll he'll call his friend and say I'm around the corner. I'm five minutes away, and we're like literally fifteen minutes away. That's that's a dude thing that we. Do I don't like that. Lie. For me, I'm late most of the time because I'm really antisocial. Yeah, and I would just rather have more time by myself than like being <laughs> out around people because that's really? like yeah, that's like punishment. If I get anywhere early. I am in the most discomfort ever, and Art agrees right now. He's shaking, he's shaking his head. He's like, I'd rather be alone. Harry yeah. said Absolutely. two things. I'm the same way. Yeah. Well, so, so in dating, what are your deal breakers? Like, what are your absolute deal breakers? Because I, I think that you're allowed to have deal breakers. Absolutely. And if somebody does one of these things, I wouldn't say that it's like, like I don't know, you know, spitting isn't really a horrible deal breaker. It could be an indicator of who oh, they are later on down the road. Spits, someone, someone who's mean to old people. Oh, that's a well. That's a huge indicator of who they are. If they're mean to old people, it means they're mean to other people, and they're going to be mean to you eventually. Right? Yeah. So now, I, I watch porn here and there. I just think spitting is stupid. But I watch some porn here and there, and when girls like spit on a man's member, yeah, I find that really unattractive. 
Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Actually, it's all of a sudden like, she becomes bush. Bleh. Yeah, all of a sudden she becomes like this bush, and I'm like, what? And like they, they always have like a weird look in her. Well, like, because it's a little violent. Like it, it, it gets a it little bit aggressive. like, whoa, okay. Yeah, she was just being this like woman, woman, and all of a sudden she became just your, spits on a truck it. Truck driver. Like, he's a sir. Yeah, <laughs> he's a sir. Like, exactly. Wow. Wait. So what are your? What's your deal breaker? You know, being late a lot of the time. It's That's a deal breaker. Like you would break a, up. No, with a girl. because I put up with that crap with my girl. You know, yeah. Kid Rock said it best. They're, like when he was dating Pam Anderson, they're like, "Oh, how long did it take her to get ready?" He was like, "About five beers." <laughs> that's, really? Yeah, and that's literally about you know I'm about three beers, four beers probably Jesus, with my girl. That's really late. Well, you're going to develop a drinking problem. But you know what's a deal breaker is someone who's non-affectionate. Yeah. Oh, like we would never work. Some out. women are cold to yeah. the touch yeah. and yeah. just don't like to touch. And I'm a big touchy, touchy. That's actually a deal breaker for me. Is too much touchy. Really? Mm-hmm. I get for a lot of people claustrophobic. I feel gross. I'm like I might be sweaty, or you're sweaty, or like someone doesn't smell right, or something. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, like we're being next to each other is good. This is sufficient. But so, like yeah. having to hang all over each other, it for some reason my entire life dating people if they wanted to cuddle there was nowhere i wanted to be less than their cuddling in that moment no matter how much i liked them it made me feel like i was a loser not doing anything with my life or like eh, really just, what, yeah. about, what about after sex don't you like a little cuddle with my cat oh my god so interesting that's another life. thing i hate right I see what their life is like i hate women <laughs> it's that, like horrible existence i hate women that give better affection to a cat to than they do to the dude well, actually, I said to my boyfriend the other day, because he always is trying to manhandle me. <laughs> and I was like, now I know how, how our cat feels, because that's all I do to my cat yeah, all you day. You're like grabbing and trying to run away yeah, from I'm you. Yeah, I'm like, oh, come here, come here. And he's like, come here. I'm like, oh, get away from me. Hiss. Let scratch. Me, do you guys bang with the cat on the bed? <laughs> no. No, we always make sure that the door, like, we, he, we like, take him into the other room. You do? You actively I'm like, him? here, Muncie, I'm going to turn the TV on for him, get him like a drink. No way. Yeah. That is hilarious. You, like, <laughs> Not the drink part, but yeah, I you literally like set him up. Put the volume up so we can't hear like, you, little, you put like that cat headphones on so he yeah. doesn't hear anything. But no, there are like, like, there's some sick people like my girl, right? It's really sick. Like we start banging, we got a cat and she's like, no, leave him on the bed. Ew. I'm like, what the? It's like, <laughs> no, seriously, leave him on the bed. It's okay. He doesn't know. He's no, you're cat. deflowering this like innocent creature that like I'm like yo this weird. cat knows about banging okay these animals know about banging because I watch them do it you know you watch a little dog get into it and he'll start banging yeah they know too. what it is yeah I don't like this so no. when like uh, when I'm doing it in front of an animal it kind of becomes like a some a threesome it's yeah, weird it voyeuristic some, yeah it's well, a Mike boy- and Holly dude our, my cat I, is such a voyeur I mentioned I this on an episode a while ago but there was um, a video on like some weird website that my boyfriend showed me of of uh, home porn when like the animal enters and like what happens and most of them enters were, cat yeah and most of them were pretty funny because the people were like trying to push it out with their foot or something what? one guy i mentioned this on a podcast a while ago one guy like grabbed the dog and was like holding on to it like strangling it that is insane pull your red so... pistol out let's go oh my god oh. your lipstick your lipstick it's so gross Anyway, oh. that's a deal breaker. A deal saw breaker. someone. A deal that. breaker for me is when a guy um, is too braggy, is way too braggy. A fast talker and braggy, and it's like he's trying to sell you something. Yeah. I, I have a lot of guys mm-hmm. that I interact with who are like that. That's a huge. That's a deal breaker for me in business now, mm-hmm. and also. And I think in for most women in general, when they're being approached 
that way. Yeah, it's absolutely. an instant deal breaker. Yeah. So another huge deal breaker, and it's becoming a huge problem now with our society, is cell phones. Like people, yes. like you'll be at dinner with on a date, and they'll be on their cell phone texting, or yep. you'll be at a bar with somebody, and they'll be on their cell phone texting. I'm like. There's I'm no, right here. that's the best way to increase my inferiority complex is like, if you, if we're hanging yeah. out and you're on your phone, I'm like, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not a, you know, cool enough, whatever. Yeah. I get that people do it sometimes because it's like their safety blanket. Yeah. But I did a survey on my social media recently um, of men of like finding out the things that they, that are huge turnoffs on first dates. And that was their number one thing was women using cell phones on yeah. their dates. And it's, it's true for women as well. So if you're on a date, you're there and be present. If you're not, if you want to like end that date, then start using your phone mm-hmm. right you know right uh, so how do we turn this into a chapter for the man's playbook i think we just uh, the do's and don'ts yeah okay so do's and don'ts of deal breaker yeah just, okay well the do's and don'ts of deal breakers is don't have too an ex too big of an extreme deal breaker like what you said before about being tardy like that can't be a deal breaker i find that um you know once you get older you have a lot more deal breakers in place, usually based on your past relationships. I did this show called The Social when I was in Canada. And there was this one woman, I think I've talked about this before, this one woman that was on the show, because there was three women that I had to analyze and like help them with their dating lives. And she was telling this story about this guy who came up to her and approached her. And he was like really nice and really cute. And then he said to her, oh, you drink Evian? I, I drink Evian as well. And she's like, no, eh, deal breaker. Like <laughs> yeah, it's I over. I kind of agree with her like, <laughs> But the thing is that I said to her, she was in her 40s as well. I'm like, if that's what your deal breakers are, like you're screwing yourself. Yeah. Because if you're cutting guys off who... I work with so many guys, so I know how challenging it is to approach and be like Casanova in the first two minutes. What he was saying to her is, I've approached you. You're cute. I'm trying to find a connection. So help a brother out and skip past that first little deal breaker and have a three-strike rule instead of a one-strike rule. I think deal breakers should be core things, right? Yeah. Core like, val- exactly. Core, core values. values or core physical things like we talked about, like 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 cuddling, right? Yeah. Or you know, some people just don't like to be cuddled, and I don't think you could ever teach them to cuddle. So, yeah. what about drugs and alcohol? That is a huge deal breaker for sure. For sure. For, for me, it yeah, is. Yeah, if someone doesn't do them, it's a deal breaker. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, if someone does them, and drugs is a total deal breaker for me. If you do like Coke or something. Is weed drugs? No. Weed, well, I'm not into it's medicine. Weed. I understand if someone did it occasionally, but if that was your lifestyle where it was like a day in, day out thing, right. total deal breaker. Oh, yeah. I forgot Emily Van Camp's. Hers was a guy who sits around and plays video games and smokes pot. Yeah, there's if nothing grosser. Like that's to me like cuddling. It's like I just feel like a loser and I want to escape. Yeah, like they're well, not going anywhere. Hold on. If you smoke pot every once in a while recreationally, yeah. it's fine. But if you're a pothead, for me, that's a deal breaker. Listen, any man who smokes pot and plays Call of Duty knows how epically awesome it is. Okay, so <laughs> Emily Van Hoster, whatever Van her name is, I don't even know who she is. It's from so, Revenge, very good show oh, that I've been watching God. recently. Oh, Revenge is so cool. No. Yeah. Okay, Emily. <laughs> yeah, it is. Actually. But saying, look, if we top show on ABC. Here's the thing: if a man could smoke weed and play video games on his free time, that's different. That's okay. But if all he does is smoke weed and play video games, and he has no other life, that's not okay. Yes, Unless exactly. he's getting paid by THQ or one of these big video game companies, it's not all right. Yeah, if they need it and rely on it, because yeah. you know we we've done Loveline before and like there's a lot of people who call in and their problems are that their significant other is an addict or they suffer from major depression and that's really difficult to deal with you have to decide so i actually have um this exercise in my program 
actually the insider and then also how to become a man women want and it's called discovering your values i've talked about it before but it, it's an exercise that i did a very long time ago because i didn't know what my values were i was like oh of course i know my values and me and my husband have the same values but i wasn't really clear on what my core values were what was really like the top priority for me and so this exercise it just asks you a series of questions and then like literally from those questions you can start to pick out from the words you've used what your values are and start putting them in order and i did this exercise with my coach that i had a few years ago I had over a hundred values and I had to narrow it down to my top ones. And it's really interesting to see what your top values are. And that's where I think you have to decide on your deal breakers. And if there's something that's happened to you consistently in the past mm-hmm. um, that you haven't liked, you haven't wanted to deal with, yes, that can definitely be a deal breaker. But I think like the don't, what I was saying before is don't have a deal breaker be, oh, he says cheesy lines or yeah. just like little things. Like that's just a barrier to entry and you're, you're just protecting yourself in some way and not really giving a person a chance. Yeah. So yeah, I think that concludes this chapter in the man's playbook. Oh, cool. Well, um, we're really excited to have Alison Rosen yes. in um, in a few minutes, and she um, has her own podcast called Alison Rosen is your new best friend. Um, I, I feel like if I ever went on her show, are. it would be oh, me too. Is your new worst enemy? But oh. no, um, I've always wanted to say that, that would be our show. Together. Well, we can talk to her about it because she is engaged, and I know um, that uh, she's working on that stuff. So <laughs> I don't know. Working on I'm getting sure married. Said, yeah. So I'm sure, she's gone through some deal breakers with other people. Oh, so we have her coming up next. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. Hey, guess who's coming to the Steve Austin Show? WWE superstar Daniel Bryan, who's currently involved, who's currently on television, who's currently helping carry the promotion. Go to SteveAustinShow.com. What could be easier than that? You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. Um, before we get started, I just want to say go to our page to buy things on Amazon and support the show and keep the show free. You can uh, find our own personal store, right? Yeah, um, you go winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon. And actually, we're going to start having some gifts up there for the holidays, like gift ideas and gift suggestions yeah. so you don't have to think. 
Yeah. And we can do the thinking for you, so it's perfect. So go to winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon. And if you want to buy, like, your toothbrushes and toilet paper and anything else and books. Shop like my books, Shop yeah. pantless. Or exactly. video games. That should be their logo. I, th- I know. And I would take credit for it because I say that you should. all the time. You should pitch to them. Shop for pants pantless. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what you should do. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Well, um, we have Alison Rosen here with us. Hey, Alison. Hi. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, Alison has a very funny podcast called Alison Rosen is Your New Best Friend on Corolla Digital. And Alison is engaged. I am. Yeah. Oh, and, I, and, and I also appear every day on Adam Corolla's show. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And co-host. I love how you said it so sadly, like she's engaged. Well, I I like to think it's sad for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're exactly. a lot of men missing out. Right, right. exactly. So, yeah. You exactly. actually made me feel really uncomfortable because you came in and your ring is gorgeous. And <gasps> oh, let me see. I didn't even see. And blinding. <laughs> oh, it is very shiny. Thank oh my you. god, it's really and I'm big thinking too. If I gotta buy a ring for my girl, I can't compete with that. You, you can't have compete. To compete with I'll just with, stay like, away from men. your girl. Right, exactly. Yeah, just stay away from <laughs> exactly. My girl. So how how is in being engaged? It's nice. It, yeah. Um, I think that I expected that the day after we got engaged, I would feel some kind of magical. Oh my God, this is it's all starting and da da da. And um, I really didn't. And that yeah. that be it just kind of felt like oh. the day before. But <laughs> but I mean happy. I mean I was happy obviously, and it was very sweet. But um, it took a while I think for it to kind of. For me to, for us to settle into it, I think for that sure. at the very beginning we were like, okay, now we are supposed to do all those things that engaged people do. Like what do engaged people do? Pl- I guess plan the wedding. Oh, probably. okay, Fro- frolic. Yeah. <laughs> Skip around, really happy. Exactly. <laughs> There's music swelling behind yes. us always. I mean, appreciate sunsets, of course. probably. Yeah. Of course. Um, lays around all day, but <laughs> it. I think we really weren't quite ready to start planning the wedding yet. Because it just, I don't know, I'm just kind of a, it takes me a while to adjust to everything. Yeah. And it was sort of a new identity. And now I'm an engaged person. And I mean, I still haven't changed my Facebook status. What? Wow. That's the only thing no. I've changed since being here. <laughs> I haven't changed my name legally. I've, I said Facebook is way more important than the United States government. So I'm going to change it on Facebook, but not. Are in- you going to change it? No. I don't want to. Wait, it took you me a didn't long- change your name? No. It took me a long time to be really comfortable with Marnie Kinras. So I'm not throwing her out yet for some other name. Can I ask you girls something real quick? Because you girls both have rings on and they look very nice. I have a pinky ring gangster ring. You got a pinky (laughs) ring. Thank you. But did you women help your husband pick out your ring? before Help. they bought it I for you. I picked it. You did? <laughs> yeah. What I is that? that. Like, what do you I mean? feel like that kind of takes the surprise out of everything, That's not right? a surprise. Yeah, but you have to have satisfaction because surprise is so just in the moment. You have to be satisfied for years to come. So it's smarter to pick out your ring than to g- get thrown one that's like, I feel eh. like it defeats the whole purpose of, of the It's not a movie. Science. I think so we you, you picked it out. You picked out your ring. How far we in advance? Sh- after we were engaged, oh, okay. he proposed with a with a different ring. It was just a silver band because we had. I had this. I kind of. I don't. I'm trying to think how I knew. I just knew that uh, proposal was going to be happening at some point, and I also knew that I wanted to be involved in choosing the ring, um, just because I'm picky and because I don't. He and I hadn't had a lot of conversations about yeah. jewelry. Like I didn't feel like he. Like there's, I, I hear certain stories where. Uh, the women say like, oh, he knows exactly what I like. And I didn't feel like I had ever indicated. And I didn't even know yet what I wanted either. Right. I just knew that I just would like to be involved. And plus, um, 
my mom and my dad shopped for their ring together, so that was just kind of the, the model of in my head, like what you I do. I like that. I think that's mm-hmm. nice. But then I actually, I I don't know that that's the norm. Come to think of it, because so, there's so many people I know where their story is like, oh yeah, well, you know, I just. Uh, I circled something in a magazine and I left it where he would see it. And then he chose the perfect <laughs> ring. I'm like, that worked out so well for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rolling the dice there. Um, so anyway, I, in this like very awkward way, said something to him about like, you know, I don't know if you're thinking about blah, 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 but I just want to say that I sort of want to like, would like to be involved in the process, which I think made him feel pressured. Like if I could have done it over again, I would have done it that way because yeah. then he was like, okay, I, this was before Christmas and he's like, I wasn't planning on proposing before Christmas. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no, that's cool. No problem. Yeah, there. exactly. Because I I wondered, ha- have I caught it too late? Um, yeah, it was. I, I actually don't know the right way to throw that I, I out there. I don't know either. Well, okay, actually, I want to talk a little bit about that, about like not knowing when the engagement's coming, but mm-hmm. you know that there is possibly one in the future. How, how long of a period of time was that for you? Where you're like, hey, we should be engaged now. I and- didn't. I didn't have the feeling of we should be engaged now. Um, I think I I knew that I wanted to marry him and he knew that he wanted to marry me and we were already living together and we had both had that conversation about like we want to be together for the rest of our lives. We want to have kids together. So (laughs) it was, yeah, I mean, and so in that way it was like we know that these are the things that are going to be happening. Um, I didn't, I wasn't like, looking at my watch, like, where is this engagement or anything like that? Um, but every time that you went for a nice dinner, were you like, this is happening? Because no. I had that happen <laughs> once. We went up to Ojai and like, my husband was being really weird and frantic. And I was like, oh my God, it's happening. And this is like five years in. Plus, secret, we were already married because I'm Canadian. So I needed a green card. So a year before we had already gotten married, but didn't tell anybody. So like, come on, after already being married, it's not scary to do. Um, but... I was like, okay, this is happening. It's totally happening. So the whole night, I was like the best version of Marnie the, uh, that I could possibly be. And then I got really <laughs> Wait, is drunk. That, uh, is that an authentic version or a fake version? No, a totally fake version. Okay. It's like the perfect girlfriend. And then we were at dinner. I was so drunk by this point because we've been drinking all day, just like having fun. And um, I said to him, oh, well, I thought you were going to propose today. And he just reacted so horribly. He's like, why would you think that? And I just started crying at the oh, table and it was ho- so horrible. Anyway, so I every time I'm I like, do why something. Why would I think that? Because we're already married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, there's no need to propose to you. I'm like, oh, God. But anyway, I would always think that anytime we would do something special, like it was coming. And then I was totally surprised when he actually did it. So did you have those? moments um no i'm trying to think if i had any moments where i was like i was really expecting this and then i I mean honestly when he said okay i i wasn't going to be proposing you know before next year i did feel a little bit disappointed um even though it's not like he said i'm not going to be proposing i just felt it was just one, it was just a, an awkward exchange. I yeah. felt like I wish I hadn't thrown it out there, but I was trying to make sure it wasn't already too late. And da, da, da. and then when he Which said I that, I nice. felt a tiny bit rejected, even though yeah, even though it it wasn't a real rejection. So anyway, but then I kind of you know it, it was a small thing. Uh, so anyway, then um, he told me sometime in February, he's like save. Um, like, are you doing anything on this Friday? And I said, no. He's like, keep it open, like, for a romantic dinner or something. 
which I should have realized was too obvious. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, I guess that's when it's going to be happening. Okay. <laughs> and, and then the weekend before, um, we were driving down to Orange County to visit my parents. And we were close to their house. And then I got this text from my mom asking if I could run an errand kind of nearby. Um, and I, it didn't make sense to me why she needed me to do it right then. And plus we had, we had just gotten a puppy and we had the pu- and the puppy in the car, the puppy wasn't house trained yet. And I was like, I don't want to take this extra time. Cause I need to like, we need to, um, you know, let the puppy. Pee right. And yeah. And so then I was, I was saying like, can't we do this after? And she was really insistent that it happened then. And then I mentioned it to Daniel, my fiance thinking that, you know, he also would be annoyed by this. And he's like, Oh no, we can totally do that. I was like, okay. <laughs> Which Something's happening. Yeah. I no, I still, I Whoa, still really? was clueless. Yeah. So, so smart to set up that next week. Right. So then, so we run the errand, which takes forever. Everyone told me it would not take forever. It took forever. And then, and then uh, he tells me that his, so at this point we're pretty close to the beach. Uh, and he tells me that his mom wants us to take a photo of ourselves by the water. And at this point I really, really had to pee. And I was like, can't this happen later? Like, I don't, I don't, like, why are, the, what's going on with all these moms? Or you're happy to go closer to the water. Like, I'll do it. <laughs> I I'll do it there. Right. So long story short, but it involved me having this, this, like, saying to myself, just tell him that you need to pee. Tell him you don't want to do this now. Just stand up for yourself, Allison. Don't, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I was kind of a bitch. Um, you know, and then he, like, to take this photo, which I did not understand why we even had to be taking this photo. He wanted to go closer to the water. And I just, like, dropped my purse. And I'm like, I'm not going further. <laughs> Or it's just like a murder plan. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so then he just starts, he's like, you know, ever since I met you and da, 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 and, I, and then I realized, oh my gosh, this is yeah. it's happening. Oh, I love that. So it was very sweet. I did need to pee immediately after, <laughs> but, um, on one of our first dates, we went down near that area. So that's why, oh. he, that's why he had come up with this whole plot to like get me, you know, down there and, and, uh, my sister and her husband happened to be in town and they were at my parents' house. Oh, perfect. So yeah, it was nice. They had like a, a little, we had a little celebration. So I love that. I know. Very sweet. I've heard you say like things, certain things like describing how indecisive you are or yes. like, I remember, I think I heard you say something about picking out like a color, like the color of a folder is a hard decision. Yes. I'm the exact same way. Really? Yeah. Isn't it awful for us? Yeah. Because you said like, <laughs> what's it going to say about me? And I do that about everything right what i've said is big decision big decisions where i'm gonna move what job who i want to marry things like that it's that is easy for me it's the tiny decisions that it doesn't matter at all that i get completely they can completely paralyze me for and i I have that too i've stood in the toothbrush aisle saying like would a pink toothbrush make me feel too girly but it would would it make me feel clean and fresh or with the blue but then that could probably get confused with other toothbrushes and then it won't exactly say who i am i mean i'm the exact same way (laughs) i do that yes i mean literally trying to choose a toothbrush took me Probably months because it was, it took me like two hours one day. I'm like, I can't even make this decision right now. But choosing wow. a man was easy. For yeah. You and that's too. what I was, but we were talking about deal breakers earlier of like, what is something, have you, did you date a lot before getting uh, together with Daniel or I did, I did, um, I dated a lot. I made a lot of really bad decisions. I was always attracted to the wrong kind of guy. Meaning, meaning what? what meaning was- I was always attracted to the guy who my girlfriends would be like, that's someone you can have a crush on, but you should not try to be in a relationship with him. Well, so what like were those the characteristics? Bad, like a bad boy kind of thing? Just someone who didn't want to be in a relationship, 
someone who clearly had all sorts of problems, someone who had substance abuse issues, someone who was maybe in another relationship but saying they were going to get out of it, but someone who came on really strong at the beginning. And I think women who had a better sense of how this all worked would have realized there's not anything behind it, but I'd be like, I don't know. It just feels good, so I'm going to go with it. What would feel good? About, I want to understand this a little bit better. Like, What would feel good about it with being with those guys? Was it exciting? I think a guy who really respects you and is genuinely invested in trying to get to know you is going to approach you in a way that's different than a guy who just wants to be with you for a night. And when you're immature, which I was the guy who just wants to be with you for a night that like that feels like you're being swept off your feet yeah. and you don't have to take responsibility for anything and it's just like here's a hurricane of attention but i think you're aware that his ego is not is not on the line in the same way it can be with with the guy who genuinely likes you right. and for me feeling responsible for someone else's feelings was always very overwhelming and daunting and could make me like be scared very easily. So when I was, when someone was uh, paying attention to me where I think they just, they were just having fun. uh, That was much easier for me to like them back. That makes sense. So how old were you during that time period where that was attractive for you? Um, I mean, all through my twenties and then I, but I always had this sense that I'm, I don't like the right kind of guys. And so then I tried to make myself go out with the, the, the guy that I should go out with. And then, then that didn't work a couple of times. And then I was like, fuck it all. It's I, like eating the food you should be eating. Yes. It's like, well, it's and then it's like, but then if you step on the scale and you still gained weight, right, you're, you're like, like I, I give up. Yeah. 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 So I was single for about four years. Um, and Celibate or just single? Um, well, she was with the wrong guy, so I'm sure she wasn't celibate. Well, no, it sounds like for four years she was like, I'm done dating anybody. Oh. I'm going to find out what makes me happy, so on and so forth. (laughs) Just like that horrible movie with Julia Roberts, Runaway Bride. Yeah. She finally learns how she likes her eggs. (laughs) Right. Good morning. I hated that movie because she was such an irresponsible human being. Is right. what it is. She, uh, but that's very common for a lot of women. Like, I'll, I'll tell my engagement story. Yeah, it did happen really quickly. Or not, the, the post engagement story. I I was with my husband for a very long time, and at a certain point, um, I got really fixated on wanting him to want to marry me. That I forgot to go through the process of evaluating whether or not I wanted to marry him, which I knew I did. I'd been with him for five years, so I knew that that's where I was going, but I got really lost in the, I want him to just want me and to know that I am the person to be with him for the rest of his life. And so once we got engaged, that's when I started going through my process that he had been going through for the five years before really evaluating, is this person going to be a good partner for me? And like, I find that men take a lot more time to think clearly about what getting married actually means mm-hmm. and it is a partnership so you're selecting somebody to be a partner with you uh, and and i don't think a lot of women do that especially when they're younger i'm 10 years younger than my husband i was 23 when i met him and he was 33 so for me that spiral happened for me after we got engaged where I was looking at him and be like, do I want this for the rest of my life? And it ended up working out well because I did want him You're eventually. like, yeah, I'll be in America. Yeah, exactly. I'll be in America. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. But um, I find that like a lot of women who are younger 
don't really take the time to get to know themselves. Right. So, yeah, it does become challenging to select a partner for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I mean, what would always happen to me back when I was younger is the minute someone or the minute I liked someone and we began dating, I would just completely lose myself and become so obsessed with what's my standing in their eyes. And I was the person who was... I mean, you're driving people insane with like, and then he said this, and then this happened. Me too. This, what do you think it means? And um, I realized that with Daniel, that it was never confusing. And I asked him, were you ever confused by me? And he said, no. And I want, like with your uh, husband, was it confusing no, in the beginning? No, that was the thing. It was always comfortable right away. Right. I felt like I'd known him for years and I was never playing any games with him whatsoever. Sometimes I wanted him to play more games, but like, no, it was never confusing. I'm I'm beginning to wonder if confusion is just a sign it's not the right person. I think yeah. so. I think so because with, I've been with my boyfriend for five years and it was like the moment we just even spoke online, which is like on Facebook, it felt like normal. we had spoken for 10 years yeah. and every other guy that I had a crush on, it was like that just stuttering of trying to find something to say. Um, but we, uh, we, like I knew I was really it was not confused because like I felt comfortable like wearing like no makeup in front of him like yeah. two days into knowing him, you know? So it's kind of like, oh, okay. This is, this is, I guess what you're supposed to look I'm for. sure he was excited about that. I think <laughs> so it was my like eyeliner, like budget. Yeah. Confusion I think is really hot when you're younger. Yeah. And I think you so kind of like those hard to get games. Yes. But when you're older and you don't have the energy for it and you just want something that you know feels right, then I think that's when you start finding those people that, that are perfect for you, you know, because you're, I think timing wise is so important. That's what we don't talk about enough about is timing. It's like, you know, you might not be ready for that right relationship because you're not in the right. When Mo is dead, then it's the perfect time for everything. I think when you really, really want it is not, the right time yeah. right because you're, you're too fixated eager. on it yeah that's what happens with a lot of guys that i work with they become really fixated on the goal rather than not fixated on the woman but actually engaging and connecting with the woman like a lot of guys have approach anxiety that i work with and what they do is they look at a woman that they want to approach and they think okay i'm going to approach her i'm going to attract her she's going to want me i'm going to ask for her phone number we're going to go on a date we're going to have baby like all of these huge projections thrown onto this person mm-hmm. which usually psychs them out from ever doing it so I tell yeah, them to I drill back their boner. intention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. It's, it, it, they don't even connect with the people. It's crazy. So for that. Is it about validation for them? It, it's not about validation for them. It's about like, you know, they see something they want and they, they, they don't know how to get outside of their head and like sort of drill down their intentions and understand how freaking awesome they are. They see this woman. They're like, oh, she's hot. So, okay, she's way above me. She has higher value. So I have to do it appropriately or I have to approach her correctly. They just want too many things out of that situation. How did it you, comes from insecurity. How did you and your fiance meet? He emailed me. Really? Actually, yeah. Oh, funny. Oh, you did he know you beforehand or no? no? I was already on the Adam Carolla show uh-huh. and he heard me on there. Yeah. Really? He was actually. He was, he heard me on the Adam Carolla show and then, well, actually, I always forget about this part. Um, he did, sort of know who I was before the Adam Carolla show because he had seen me on this TV show that I used to appear on frequently. Uh, and I guess... You're so cool. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> he, like, he, he at one point did follow me on Twitter, but then he stopped. Passive aggressive. <laughs> really? Wow. I, no, I think he was, he was going... Game. He was I no. think this was before I even lived here. I don't know. Maybe he was, you know, curating who he followed or something. I was like, I don't even know who she is <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Cutting down my follow. Right. Um... So maybe he was negging me when he told me that. He was. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> God, I hope he doesn't artist. know what that means. <laughs> I love uh, that you know what that means. 
so then, yeah, he emailed me. So he heard me on the show, and then he went to my website, and he read a bunch of things that I would written, and one of them really moved him. And so he contacted me just to tell me how much he liked this article that I wrote, or so he says. Right. And it there was just something about his emails that I felt like I, I just – Feel I don't, I, it's hard to put into it, words it, exactly what it is. It was like I, we you guys were on the same spirits. level. Yeah, there's something about the way he used language that just made it, it reminded it me of me. Right. So yeah. how could I not fall in love? <laughs> yeah, <course>. Exactly. Instantly. <laughs> right. Um. But I, you know, I do get that. I don't know how to say this without sounding um like a bloody dog. Look at me. I do. <laughs> I do get a fair amount of of emails from people though, and a, a fan mail. Yeah, hey, you're like popular. That. Thank you. Um, but I, and I would, I normally wouldn't want to, I wouldn't feel comfortable meeting someone who contacted me that way. Um, so we emailed back and forth a little bit, but you know, I went and I checked him out on Facebook just cause I, I was like, I, I it who is, your yeah, I'm who curious about this person, right? How, how did you jump to, okay, we're emailing, we're like pen pals to, we're going to go out on a date and get to know each other. Well, so then he asked me out, but then before I even had a chance to respond, he t- took it back. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> really? Yeah. And now I don't want that. No, he said that he's like, sorry, sometimes I get ahead of myself, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, something occur- something occurred to me. It's so obvious. I don't know how I did. I don't know why I didn't think of it before. Um, I I just started this publishing company with a few friends. And we are looking for authors to write, da, da, da. And I think you could be perfect for it. Is this something that would interest you? And it it was, but it also created this situation where I felt like, I can meet him and it's not going to under the pretense of a date. Yeah. It's something that's, that's more work related and I feel more comfortable. And yeah, it was more just, I, I don't feel comfortable going on a date with someone who just emailed me, but I'm okay with meeting them for potential work thing. Yeah. So we met. Um, and the minute I got back in the car to drive home, I wanted to text him just because I I already felt I felt comfortable with him and I just wanted to, to get to know him better. I had just moved pretty recently uh, relocated from New York to here. I was living with my parents because I hadn't found a place yet and all sorts of stuff was going on. And I was like, I, I cannot be in a relationship now. Really? Yeah. How old were you? Oh, I was third. I'm 38 now. So I think I was 30. I must've been 36, uh, 35. Okay. Because yeah. you were in a new place. 35. You don't want to Right. Right. I just felt like there was, my life was in too much turmoil. I wouldn't, be good for anyone and that's how I felt um but I kept there was this magnetism there I just felt drawn to him and I didn't feel responsible for his emotions at all I felt like I I knew that he had an interest in me but I didn't there was no sense I didn't feel like I would be leading him on if I continued to hang out with him as friends even though I wasn't sure what I wanted um, and I remember saying to my sister, either he's the most confident person in the world or he's really good, uh, you know, strategically because right. I feel, I, I don't feel like I'm leading him on. Like I, I perhaps would have with other people. Um, yeah. So we continued hanging out as friends for a while. And then one night he told me how that he had a crush on me or that he like maybe he didn't use the word crush, but that he liked me. And, um, and I told him that I didn't think I should be in a relationship, but I don't really believe in the friend zone. 
So, uh, you know, I just think that if people are meant to be together, eventually they will be together. And I do believe that. I'm curious what you guys think about that, like whether there is a friend zone or It depends. Honestly, I think it depends on uh, the age of the person and the way that the people are acting. If he's just completely focused on you and cutting himself off completely and you're really not interested, um, then that kind of screws both people. There's this elephant in the room that's not being spoken of and it's not a real friendship. Um, So I think from what you're describing, it sounds like... Like you were taking your time to get to know him and he was exploring other options as nope. well or still being open to other well or, so anyway the way that after saying yeah, all he, that how though, did he get out of the friend zone yeah. did he did he <laughs> hook up with one of your friends well no did so what happened is then someone else? at the end of the night when I hugged him I just didn't let go and he like turned to kiss me on the cheek and I turned to say, and then we kissed and then we've been together ever since. Really? Wow. So there was always uh-huh. that tension there. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of guys who like are friends with girls where there's nothing sexual there, but they just feel the sexuality and the tension. So it sounds like you guys have always sort of had that, but you just were, you were being honest and saying, I don't think I'm in the right place for it right now. Right. I think the friend zone kind of eliminates as you get older if like you're both really good friends and neither of you are finding, you know, the other person. Eventually, I think that chemistry starts at that point yeah well, and then I, that's when you yeah i call the friend zone it's actually the fake boyfriend zone if that's what really is happening it's not you're not really friends if you're really friends you're like teasing each other you're challenging each other you're being yourself and the guys who are in the friend zone i'm putting like air quotes up um but they're not really friends because they're pleasing the woman yeah, they're trying they're, to show how wonderful you're just being patient they would be. you're yeah. being patient yeah. yeah it's a patient zone you're yeah. right absolutely you're giving a woman that one need that she needs from a life partner which is but the not patience. asking for anything else yeah and you're not getting any play so sounds great to me <laughs> you're like, yeah. that's what i'm in right now <laughs> basically perfect. my boyfriend yeah. well, well we have this segment that's called analyze this where guys write us in questions and i i know you're gonna stick around for it but i just want to make sure you still like I, us and want to hang of out of course <laughs> i would love to <laughs> okay cool so i am going to read the first question um, I am I am married and have two beautiful kids, but I have a problematic mother-in-law who is always controlling my wife and causing problems in our relationship. Every time my wife and I get in an argument, she leaves to her mother's house and will not answer my calls. Her mother has taught her to use the silent treatment. One day I asked her mother why my wife does this, and her mother said it's because the silent treatment is a killer. I have spoken to one of her cousins and he's horrible. He horrible mentioned woman. that my wife is eccentric, very emotional and shares everything with her mother. My wife seems to care more about her family uh, than the family we have together. I know she loves me, but how do I make her understand that she is following her sick mother's advice? Currently, we live in separate states. Oh, and this is the sixth time she has left the house. So she's getting on a plane or just driving over they a border? Live in separate states. Yeah. Wow. Do Mental I leave this states? relationship? How do I deal with the situation? Okay. I'm not really understanding. We live in different states. Than the mother, I think. Oh, than the mother. Okay. So that, she like literally crosses the border. That's what I'm wondering. Whoa. Yeah. That's like intense. Or I mean, is unless it's like a... Separated. Now it I'm sounds like he's saying they live in separate they, states. I think they're separated. I think she's with... Uh, the mother right now. Oh. Okay, that's what it sounds like? Yeah. Okay, so this is the sixth time she's left the house. So these are big fights and big issues. I, I, my, my advice would be to go to couples counseling. Yes. Yeah, because it, her mother should Skype not be involved. It. Just yeah. Skype it. Yeah, yeah but look, here, here's the thing. With your family, depending on who you are and how you're grown up, you, some people just can never leave their family. And when you marry a woman, you marry their mother. Um, yes. And her mom... Like, let me ask you something. If her mom is alone and by herself and is not married, that's what your wife's going to be. Unless she has some sort (laughs) of 
traumatic, <laughs> life-altering thing happen to her that makes her wake up, she's just going to fall in the same pattern. Well, that's why I think therapy and counseling comes into play. Because, like, you you, you said it really well. I don't even know that your name is because I didn't have a name at the end of this. But um, you said, my wife seems to care more about her family than the family we have together. And mm-hmm. I feel like when you do create a new family... It's not that they're the top priority, but they have to be a huge priority. And you can't run away from your problems with your husband when you have an argument and, like, not answer the phone. It's, it, it is a killer. It's a killer of your relationship. It's a killer of sex drive. It's a killer of everything, of intimacy and this, communication. This question is making me reflect on myself because I said this to my mom a long time ago. I think I was in college, and I said... I'm really afraid to ever get married or have kids because I don't think I'll love them as much as you guys because I'm obsessed with my family. We're all really close. Um, as I've gotten older, it's changed a little bit, but um, I had an argument with my boyfriend last night and all I wanted to do was run to my mom and run home, but she lives in upstate New York. Well, this woman seems to you do know, it. And so it's like I resist, obviously have to resist the urge because of financial reasons, um, but uh, I embarrassingly like feel somewhat like this woman no i have i have that as well and and i remember uh you know wondering how will i ever feel comfortable enough with someone who's not my family to like want to be with them because i had a very much like i can be myself around my family whereas i always feel like i have to be a certain way around around other people um so yeah i i i relate to what you're saying yeah I, I call my mom usually when I do have some, if it's a big argument, I'll call her and she usually gives really good advice. Um, but, but like my husband is my family now. He's my top priority. We've been together for 10 years as well. Um, and my family does live far away. So it's, it's not the same anymore, but I think I feel the same way as you. Like how would I ever be as comfortable with anybody else compared to my family who I feel so safe with? But over time, I've, I've felt that way with my my husband. My overall advice for this situation is to uh, go seek couples counseling. I agree. And really work y- on it. You need that uh, third party, yeah, to yeah. sort of hopefully get her to see what's going on. Because yeah. if, he, if, if she feels like he's saying, you have to choose, I don't know what she's going right. to do. Right, because there's nothing wrong with, with going and taking a few days break and then coming back. Even, I don't know how And don't have the mother be that third party. Well, but, right. she, but the thing is, she could be that third party. Go there, then come oh. back, and then communicate. They'll figure it out in therapy. Okay, hi, ladies and Mo. The girl in conversation. He didn't actually say that. It's just ladies. The girl in conversation <laughs> below at the time didn't want to go out with me and wanted to be friends. So there's dialogue underneath. Um, but uh, I did like Marnie always says, ask for what you want, but all I've got are mixed signals. We haven't talked in probably two to three months. That's not really a mixed signal. Um, <laughs> since she moved to San Francisco and out of the blue, she sends me this message. Hey, you, how is life in Riverside? Hope you're doing well. I replied with... Oh, she wants you bad. <laughs> She's all over <laughs> you. That is all sexual innuendo right there. How is so, life in Riverside? I mean, like, take a guess. Horrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so far, so good. It's still pretty hot down here. Low 80s. Oh, God. Trying to piece together a bike that is a broken bolt. But other than that, everything is going smooth. How is the big city treating you? But she never replied. What's up with that, Stephen? Ooh, she sounds like she likes to... Get attention. control and get attention. Well, no, look. First of all, I would not reply to what Steven said anyway. Oh, the weather's nice. Who says, oh, the weather's nice? And <laughs> That's then, true. Oh, I got this bike I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. Okay? I kind of think that, too. Oh, it was a broken bolt. Like, I think this woman maybe <laughs> had, like, a vulnerable moment where she just wanted to reach out to someone who she yeah. knew kind of liked her. And this her. text back to her was like a slap in the face to, like, get with it. Yeah, yeah. it was like, this is why I stopped talking like, to this I guy remember, in the first right? place. Now yes. I remember. That's kind of true. Yeah. Exactly. 
What do you I, think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think she was just reaching out for exactly like she had a moment of weakness and she's like, okay, let's see who likes me. I do in, that. In moments like that, when a woman does that to a guy, guys need to realize less is more. All yep. right, they've already built up this like fantasy image this. of what you might do to save their current situation say as least amount as possible and get to hanging out with them as quick as possible. I think so, Because you're probably going to get late. So what would be a good response? Like, I think it's funny if you go, like, who is this or something? And then she writes, oh, right. Yeah, because then then like, I'm just got, joking with you. he took you out of his phone because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Right. And he's got other things going on in his life, and that's very attractive. Yeah, or he could say, like, I don't even know. I haven't. I'm, my but I think, is dead today. But I think Stephen. I was should, traumatized yesterday. I, I. I. But I think Stephen should know that he like forget about her. Yeah. Move this on. is like this is like verbal diarrhea coming out of his mouth or or written diarrhea. Too much stuff. Okay. Next question. Um. Hi. Hi, girls. I have something I'm stuck on. There's a girl. Surprise, surprise. I've always had a crush on. She was in a relationship and broke up with her boyfriend eight months ago. During that time, we weren't in touch that much, but we smoked spoke now and again at first i didn't push things because i wanted to give her space and as time went on we hung out and spoke more frequently i don't know i spoke is a weird word for me i hadn't heard from her in a while and she randomly contacts me last week asking to hang out we spent saturday night talking catching up and mostly laughing she texts me the next day right away um small talk mostly saying she was sore from the gym i replied saying i knew the feeling asked her what she was up to heard nothing back oh very similar that's innuendo that's good innuendo talk what? Oh, sore. sore. I don't know. I'm a bit sore from pumping. It's really cheesy. <laughs> I know. We are like trying. Miha, we can't yeah. do it. Um, heard nothing back. The next day we had a brief text exchange, but nothing solid. She has always been a flaky person, so maybe that's what it is. I like her and want to see her again and start pursuing her as someone more than a friend. How should I do this? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking I feel, at Allison. I feel exhausted reading this. I know. Yes. Because this is everything that I was ever in before I met someone where it wasn't like that, and right. now I'm with him. Um, Seems like it's either that's only good. that or the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's what should he do? Well, but first, Eve, let's figure out what we can't figure out. What the fuck's up? Like, what happened in her day that she didn't write back? Is the, I mean, He's not a top priority. That's what happened yes. in the day. If she was exactly what you said, like with your fiance, you felt comfortable. You wanted to text him. You wanted those things. Like she's not writing back. There's other things going on in her life that are more of a priority than you. There are games that we do play of holding out, but eventually you write back. But if two good days go by and she hasn't written back to you, like you're not a top priority. She's not thinking about you. And then and then also let's think about this, right? Because this has happened to me before because these women suck. But like. (laughs) You know, I'll be dating, a, I'll know a woman that I like. She contacts me out of the blue. We go out, we have this amazing time. And, you know, then I don't hear much back from her. And I'm trying to get to, you know, trying to get a second date. It's not happening. And it's because she's been with someone this entire time. And really, she had a problem with that other person. Yeah. yeah. Needed a boost. Hits me up. We have this great moment. She realized, oh, maybe there is hope with this new guy douchebag comes back and says okay baby i'll take you back and all of a sudden i'm out of the picture and i have no reason why right well that yeah. is one thing that does happen but for you you said this is every situation you ever had before so I, well, what, I, what could a guy i do? just mean the the uh confusing sort oh. of what mixed signals what's yeah. going on right well, what yeah, my hunch, do because just forget just, about her <laughs> honestly it doesn't sound like he's really stepping up he sounds like he's sort of following this woman around sort of well, like he's not being a leader with her yeah i mean it also is like allison was saying like it's comfortable or easy or not confusing if it's right so i think 
but to an extent, I, to an I know extent, there's other yes, situations, but. but I know that there's like for me, I used to have a lot of anxiety, so nothing was ever right. Even if I was hanging out with my best friend, it wasn't right. I was still analyzing it. There was still a distance between us, and I had to do that work on myself so that I became comfortable. So I I get that yes, when you meet that one person, but I do think that there's ways to work on certain situations so that you do get to that comfort level with other people depending on how old you are and how well you know you know yourself the one thing i'm noticing with this guy as i said before is that he's not really taking the lead he's following her right i mean that's yeah that's that's what i was just thinking right now i was thinking that if the if the roles were reversed if this were the woman writing i would say do nothing and if he's interested he'll come around right but since he is the guy who i think should be the one to to push it forward that makes me wonder, what is his move? Should he just ask her out? Yeah. yeah say, I think, like, look, let's go out again. You're freaking awesome. You ask her out. If she says she says no, you know, maybe ask her out one more time, but then that's yeah, it. Yeah, then cut it off. You allow her an opportunity to reschedule. If this woman wants to see you, she's, she's going you. to want to see you. Like, these are things that take away from your man sexy. But also, if you want to see him, you text him back. You know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You so. respond. You respond yeah. back. But sometimes, if guys aren't giving you a reason to text back, if you sort of just like follow every single time, then it's like, oh, it's not really exciting when you write to me. I'm just going to my phone now because that's where my other questions are. <laughs> um, hey, my favorite ladies, I recently became attracted to this super cute girl at the train station uh, the last couple of weeks. I decided to finally converse with her last Friday before our train arrived. The conversation went well as she was friendly and we had a nice, quick conversation before the train arrived. On Monday, I see her again and she doesn't even make eye contact with me. There was an open seat next to me and she sits directly behind me instead was she just being friendly on friday or is she just not interested now i'm quite confused as she went to the train without saying anything i didn't want to chase her down and start talking since that would be creepy desperate i just played it cool but was not sure if i should banter again and this time ask her out or just let it go altogether um you women can be so frustrating thanks for any advice and you guys are always funny and informative best sean well, it depends on how long a train ride it is. Because if it's like an hour-long train ride, I'm sitting behind him. But if it's like a short little thing where you can like, you know, just talk about the weather or she whatever. She did proximity. I see that as a, like, she didn't sit I mean, she, at the other right, end Right, she of might the be train. waiting for him to yeah, uh, push do, this forward. Yeah, he's yeah. doing the same thing. You haven't initiated anything either. You talked once, and then you see each other again, and you give her like the stink eye. Well, and then because, she sat behind you. Yeah, because if she doesn't say anything to him, he also doesn't say anything to her. So yeah. she could be perceiving it the exact same way that he is. One thing to always make note of is, is proximity is a huge thing for women. Women are not aggressors. So if they are near you if they are talking loudly around you so that you can hear what they're saying they're trying to get your attention that is a huge flirting sign so next time you see her definitely talk yeah, to her invite she's her over for you to, to sit next to you hey what's going on nice to see you again Susie. Yeah. Yeah, come up see let's talk but look <laughs> Love her name, Susie. He, he could make this as awkward as he wants right if he I makes like this he awkward you killed it but if you kind of just brush it off next time you see her hey what's up talk to her again and but I wouldn't if this is something where you see the woman a lot, don't even push it. Like Why? don't even ask her out until like well, five, six what? times down the road. I, I was really? Actually, I was if listening. you see her a lot, yeah, plant the seed. You know. I was listening I to Allison's podcast, uh, the most recent one, um, where you're in. I think it was the most recent one. Um, you guys talked about moving train train cars. Oh if right. You saw someone like yes, creepy someone. Or something. Yeah, someone wanted to know um, if Je- Jenna, who also is used to live in New York. 
uh, the two of us, if we, when we saw someone sketchy on the train, if we would instantly move train cars. Right. So I think like an indicator is, you're right, spacing. She was right behind him. She yeah, didn't right choose a different him. car, which you can totally do. Yeah, which is very easy to do. So wait, but you, no, you I'm, think space it out like yeah, five or six times? Like, if I see this woman often, right? Yeah. Let me get to know her. Let me be the bright spot of her day. Let me but if he knows already, take off your hat to. and show your bald spot. <laughs> no, that's, that's not it. Right Wait, part. Allison, what do you think? Um, do you think you waited I out? Do. Well, I see what I see what Mo was saying. You're saying that he's got this built-in way to get to know her and see what, if there is something between them. So no need to be super forward about it yeah. and push for a date. Just get to know her this way. I yeah. kind of yeah, I agree I get with that. that until he decides that he wants to ask her out. But it sounds like he does already because then she'll have the question of Does he have a girlfriend? Does he not? Why hasn't he asked me out yet? I'll oh, right. sorry, my phone. But Jeez. you know he. He'll create kind of this mystery outside of it. She'll start asking her friends. You know, I've been hanging out. You know, I see this guy at the train station every day. Right. And I she's building the fantasy up. So then when he does finally ask, there's going to be a real romantic connection. I that hear that. I just happen. get worried that she's not going to be on the train. She's going to miss his opportunity. And then he has to go on Craigslist to find her or something. <laughs> well, that's true. listen, if that's, it's that's meant to be, like Allison said. Then it's going to happen. to be. I guess so. Just well, maybe well, some of the first questions you should be asking her are ones to deduce whether he'll keep running into her. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, do you always take this trip? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And are you planning to for the next six weeks? <laughs> I've got a plan. Yeah. So that wraps up this segment of Analyze This for this week. Allison, thank you so thank much. Thank you so for much for having around. me. This is really for fun. Thank you were so you. great. I love hearing your stories about being oh, engaged. You. You're like really open and honest, so I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, if you want to ask questions, send your questions into ask at ask womenpodcast.com make sure you have interesting subject lines because that is usually what catches our attention and gets us to want to read again questions like it just saying Kristen is awesome yes exactly I'll read that one just put that there's like 30 of them in there let's just say that (laughs) that you haven't read yeah then I'm like fuck I'm not reading that (laughs) hate these people they suck Um, but yeah Allison tell tell people about where they can hear you see you well you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen it's just one Alan Allison and you Um, may marry her if you start following that's right (laughs) that's right you have to start and then stop and yeah. then start again. Yeah. It's a turn and on. Don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am on the Adam Carolla show all the time. Uh, you can get that on iTunes awesome. or you can go to AllisonRosen.com and also make sure to listen to Allison Rosen is your new best friend. It comes out Monday and Thursday. And cool. they find that on iTunes? Yes, iTunes or if you go to AllisonRosen.com. Oh, find it. perfect. All mm-hmm. right. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for listening. Happy Turkey Day. What else we got for them? Um, more mashed potatoes? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be stuffing my face. Well, but everyone's probably meat. this entire episode sleeping from all the tryptophan. <laughs> I know. Well, they're getting it before Thanksgiving. So we give them a special treat, a little early oh, surprise yeah, for Thanksgiving. Uh, but yeah, check out. Typically, our podcasts come out every Thursday. Um, and tune in next week. And we'll see you soon. Bye. We'll